lock and load. This is Steve Dace. The Steve Dace Show. And greetings. Happy Wednesday to all of you. Welcome back. It's like you never left. Welcome back to the Steve Day Show. That would be me. Todd Erzin and Aaron McIntyre are here as well. You can let us know what you think about what we think by emailing the show, steve at stevedace.com. That's D-E-A-C-E. You can like us on Facebook, MeWe, Parlor, and Gab. Follow me at Steve Day Show on Twitter and Getter. And then you can head over to rumble.com slash Steve Day Show. That's rumble.com slash Steve Day Show and get clips of the show that you can watch free of censorship and also free of charge. Uh, We have a jam-packed show coming up for you today. Of course, it is typical Wednesday frivolity and fair. We will be joined by the weekly prophet of woe and lamentation, Daniel Horowitz. I can't tell you about it yet. But Daniel and I are working on a project together that we will be announcing here in a few months. You know what it is. Actually, both of you do. Mm -hmm. Um, When we are able to announce this in a few months, will the audience be interested in this? Oh, yes. I yeah. hope so. Yeah. And um, even if you even if you're exhausted by this and everybody in this room is once you get into it, there's just so many like this is next level stuff yeah, we're, we're working yeah, on. Yeah. And we were working on it last night for about two hours. And I was silent the entire time while this was going on um, because I just. I was just like this the whole time, <laughs> listening to this. Instead of speaking in tongues, the Holy Spirit shuts you up. Yes, That's yes, what... I'm silent. Yes, yes. When something prophetic is happening, I don't speak. That's how you know, wow, this is this is legit, yes. Um, and and then at the end, after two hours, finally, Daniel's like, you, have, you want to add anything? I'm like, I, was just, I didn't know what to say. Yeah. Uh, okay, after this. I'm afraid right? if I ask you a question... You're going to scare the hell out of me yes. even worse. Yeah, I mean, because I'm now traumatized by everything <laughs> that I had just heard. So I only bring that up as a disclaimer. I, You know, last week, Daniel, we we missed Daniel because apparently our CEO here, Tyler, uh, required the, the bending of his ear right uh, on all things COVID and other matters, right as we were scheduled to do our hit. And so that's why he was distracted. So it's been two weeks since we've had him on. And he was in on the same call that I was in on last night. So I, I am anxious to see what kind of a mood he is in. Because he's always in a mood. You know that about him, right? He is always in a mood. I am anxious to see what kind of a mood it is when we have him join us here towards the end of the show. Uh, we will begin our weekly game of buy, sell, or hold here at the bottom of the hour. That's always a ton of fun. But we begin begin as we always do with Aaron's rundown of what happened while we were away. What happened while we were away brought to you by a groomer update. The Walt Disney Company had an emergency Zoom meeting yesterday to discuss the passage of Florida's bill that bans teachers from sexually grooming young children. And boy, howdy, it was something else. Here's Disney executive producer Latoya Ravenel. It's like I love Disney's content. I grew up watching, you know, all of the classics. They have been a huge like informative part of my life. But at the same time, like I worked at small studios most of my career and I'd heard, you know, you hear whispers. Like I'd, I'd heard things like, oh, you know, they won't let you show this at a Disney show. And I'm like, okay. So I was a little like sus when I started. And, but then my experience was 
bafflingly the opposite of what I had heard on my little pocket of like, you know, proud family, Disney TVA, um, the showrunners were super welcoming Meredith Roberts and like the, the, our leadership over there has been so welcoming to like my like not at all secret gay agenda. Elsewhere across the wokosphere, here's actor Ron Perlman. Good morning, Governor DeSantis. Ron here. Um, don't say gay. Don't say as the first two words in a sentence spoken by a political leader of a state in the United States of America, don't say. Don't say, you Nazi pig. Say. First Amendment. Read about it. Then run for office. You piece of Here's the VeggieTales guy, Phil Vischer. The only thing that would compare Pair to this, again, goes back to race when you had people honestly arguing, you know, in some parts of the South that my religion teaches the races must be kept separate. And here's a kindergarten teacher in Florida. That's what we do as educators. We build relationships with our kids. And in order to build relationships, you talk about your home life. You talk about what you do on the weekends. That's building community. I It scares me that I am not going to be able to have these conversations with my children because they're going to ask me what I did on the weekend. I don't want to have to hide that my partner and I went paddleboarding this weekend. Here's what Ron DeSantis had to say about Disney yesterday. I think they crossed the line. And, you know, people ask me, you know, kind of about, you know, their posture on the bill. I said, you know what? If we would have put in the bill that you were not allowed to have curriculum that discuss the oppression of the Uyghurs in China, Disney would have endorsed that in a second. And that's the hypocrisy of this. And, um, you know, we're going to make sure we're fighting back when people are threatening our parents and threatening our kids. And so it begins. Get ready for a lot more of these stories. Jonathan Shait at New York Magazine. Is Ron DeSantis the future of Trumpism? The whole story is essentially from their perspective how Ron DeSantis might be worse than Donald Trump. Now would be a good time to remind you of that Axios poll from last year showing Americans who identify as a color on the rainbow flag by generation. Of those born before 1946, only 0.8% identify with the rainbow. 2.6% of boomers do, 4.2% of Gen Xers do, 10.5% of millennials do, and 20.8%, that's one in five Gen Zers, identify with the rainbow jihad. Moving on and checking in on Anthony Fauci, who was interviewed by the BBC recently. I'm interested in your reluctance to use the word lockdown. Do you think two years on that they were worth it or were they too severe? You know, I don't think we're ever going to be able to determine what the right balance is. I think the restrictions, if you want to use that word, which I tend to shy away from lockdown, there's certainly prevented a lot of infections, prevented a lot of hospitalizations and prevented a lot of deaths. There's no doubt about that. Obviously, when you do have that kind of restriction on society, there are unintended negative consequences. In Pennsylvania, a court there has ordered five members of the Westchester School District to be removed from their positions immediately for continuing to forcibly muzzle kids, even though the mask mandate was lifted in that state. In California, Assembly Bill 1993 has been tabled. The bill would have required essentially all employees of all businesses in the state, including contractors, to take the COVID jab. Speaking of the jabs, the FDA yesterday just randomly approved a fifth dose of the Pfizer jab, 
as a reminder, the so-called FDA-approved version of the Pfizer jab is still unavailable in the United States. According to Bloomberg, inflation will mean the average family in this country will have to spend an additional $433 a month or $5,200 a year compared to last year. Joe Biden, your thoughts? But no federal law, no federal law expressly prohibited lynching, none. Until today, the Tennessee state legislature passed a bill yesterday that tightens residency requirements for congressional candidates. The legislation, if signed into law, would disqualify Morgan Ortegas, the carpetbagging Trump endorsed rhino running for Tennessee's fifth congressional district. And finally, this from the Babylon Bee, teachers who insist they are not teaching your kids about sex, also weirdly outraged by a ban on teaching your kid about sex. And that's what happened. Well, we were away. Well, we've got some things to discuss as a result of that montage, and we'll tell you about them right after we tell you about one of Todd's favorite products we discuss and promote here on the show, Bonner Private Wines. You know, that wine bottle sitting on your kitchen counter, do you know what's really in there? Well, a lot of times, corporate media won't tell you. They'll tell you it's got things like oak flavoring, uh, maybe mega purple dye, maybe tons of sugar, and that's not counting all the chemicals left over from vineyards that look more like oil refineries than the great chateaus of old But better wines, thankfully, do exist, and they don't cost an arm or a leg either. Take it from America's top wine explorer, uh, our friends at Bonner Private Wines. Now, here's the problem, though. You can get access to some of the greatest wines you've ever tasted. The problem is uh, they're like in a single isolated corridor known as the world's most remote wine valley. Uh, you know, in another part of the world. And you can get them, though, from Bonner Private Wines. Uh, these special wines that we all like a lot. <clears throat> Todd, though, has a, a special relationship with. Uh, rare wines at half the retail price, these rare red wines, plus half off the shipping as well. If you want access to these truly special red wines, especially with grilling season uh, about to, to kick into high gear here across the country, you don't need a promo code. Just uh, take advantage of this while supplies last. When you visit BonnerPrivateWines.com slash Steve, that's BonnerPrivateWines.com slash Steve. Right now, we are doing a snap poll on my Twitter feed. That we will be discussing in the overtime today. There is uh, about an hour left if you'd like to vote at Steve Day Show. And here is the question What's the more immediate threat to your way of life? Putin the conqueror, schools the groomer. If you want to vote in that poll, we will be discussing the question and those results today in the overtime for Blaze TV subscribers over at blazetv.com slash days. We'll stick around right after today's show. We will record it for you and then upload it later today just for you at blazetv.com slash days. And if you're not yet a Blaze TV subscriber, maybe today's the day to become one. You can go to blazetv.com slash days and get a discount just for you as well to subscribe. So. With that said, I want to show you, we we don't get a lot of opportunities here. Unless, frankly, we're talking about Ron DeSantis. We, We don't get a lot of opportunities these days to show you what a true American success story looks like, right? All right. All right. I would like to show you one. Aaron, can you put that graphic back up from your montage for me, please? Because what you are looking at is the great prophet Brett Musburger used to say you are looking live you are looking live at the greatest american success story of the modern age that's what you're looking at 
what you're looking at, Siri, show me what grooming does. This is it. This is what the absolutely undeniably brilliant decision to outsource the heart, mind, and soul of our children to a government entity unfettered, unchallenged, and unfiltered for a going on now second generation has wrought. Behold, this is your God. I mean, this is what this is. This is the greatest success story in modern American history. The absolute most powerful political movement. Look at what Walt Disney's company is doing right now. Look at what the Democratic Party in Florida and nationally is doing right now. Even for these dark times, don't take that graphic down, Aaron. You leave it up there, please. I wasn't going to. Okay. I want people, I want people to simmer and marinate and soak that in until the foul stench of it makes you have to turn away from it. What's happening because of the Florida anti-grooming bill is whatever chance Democrats had that they could defeat Ron DeSantis this fall, and let's face it, it, it wasn't high. Maybe it was 20, 25% at the most a couple of weeks ago. It is now in the negative integers. Ron DeSantis is going to have to commit an epic meltdown, the likes of which we cannot even probably contemplate in our imaginations at this point to not be reelected in November. A majority of Democrat voters in the state of Florida told a poll last week they approved of this legislation. Even for these dark times, and they're dark, Romans 1, dark, even for these dark times, this is verboten and a no-go for the vast majority of America, including a lot of people who, are, who were just fine trading in mean tweets for dementia atop the food chain here. And yet, the lure of the cult is so strong. The idolatry is so strong That you're in the process of watching a political party commit the equivalent of Hare Krishna, lighting, of, of lighting themselves on fire, self-immolation. And in a group setting, I mean, all guys like Ron Perlman are doing is, is just running political commercials that Republicans will run into the ground. This is a perfect talking point for the Republican Party. I don't have to take on the heart of the issue that's really at stake, but you give me a low-lying fruit talking point, similar on the women's sports thing. What's going on with women's sports is the low-lying fruit of the entire 
um, demonic tenacity of gender madness. And if they had left women's sports alone, I don't think the vast majority of Republicans or their commentators in this country would even have touched this issue. But the, but the crowd outside, the mob outside Lot's house could not contain itself. The cult is too strong. This is what idolatry does when we're given over to our own depraved minds. And it's just all basic carnal instinct, emotion, craven desire. So there is no filter. There is nothing to hold us back. There is no restraining hand. There's no natural law that we recognize, no common grace any longer to hold us back. And it's just full on the days of Noah kind of stuff. We lose our damned minds. And what's happening right now is the Democrats are looking at, I I read this morning that the Republican uh, campaign committee is now fully funding. Are you ready for this? 72 house races this fall that they think they can flip. 72. I've never seen anything like that. Now, let's assume some of that is the winds at our back. Some of it's propaganda. We really think we can only flip maybe 42 or 52, but we've got enough money in our coffers to make it look like let's throw another 20 in just because we want the headline. Oh, okay. That's still fairly breathtaking enough, even with a little frosting on that cake, a little mustard on that hot dog, a little embellishment, if you know what I'm saying. And yet there is no pullback. There is no self-awareness from the other side at all. Instead, it's just a head-on nosedive. We have teachers going on national television and saying, I'm distraught that I won't be able to tell my kindergarten class or my second grade class what I did over the weekend with my boyfriend. Did you remember what the hell? Did you ever hear what the hell your second grade teacher did over the weekend? No, that was. I never. I don't remember thing. ever hearing that. The first crush I ever had, that's why I remember her name, was my second grade teacher at Howe Elementary. Her name was Miss Cardamon. And after we got done with second grade, my family actually moved down to Orlando, Florida, for a few years. And I remember my mom teasing me that I was going to miss Miss Cardam in my second grade teacher. It was clear I had a crush. I had the bluff, the blush and everything else whenever she was around. And then I remember overhearing my parents talk on the drive down to Florida about how they saw Miss Cardamon. Uh, she was really something dancing uh, at the disco on Friday nights. I never, I didn't know this. Miss Cardamon didn't come in and say, I got my Johnny fever on on last Saturday night. Huh? What did you guys do in between eating paste? And um, riding your big wheels, what were you guys doing last weekend? I mean, I was just out, you know, grinding away on the disco floor. We didn't have these conversations back in those days. I had no clue. That's because Miss Cardamon just wanted to teach second grade. What we've done for the last generation is say to the very people that right now are knowingly going to their political death, they're knowingly doing this. They're not, they know what they're doing. They they are of sound mind. They're not insane. This is demonic. They're dying for their cause. 
They are knowingly going to their death. They're a cult. They're a cult. They're going, they're not just going to lose to him. He's going to smash them. Stop and consider how politically indefensible this is, how stupid this is. And then before we get really self-righteous about it, consider as we make that the full screen one last time here. We surrendered our children to those very same people for going on a second generation, unsupervised, unfiltered, unchecked. And this is what we have to show for it. This is it right here. This is what all this indoctrination has to show for it. It worked. American chickens have come home to roost, as a former president's pastor once said. Bathe in that. We worked damn hard to be this completely detached from our children's lives for a second generation to get this result. I mean, it's really difficult to be this completely and totally detached from your children for this period of time, for this long. Take some credit for it. Take a lap. Give yourself a helmet sticker. America, we did this. We had to climb some ladder at some job that we hate. We had to pay some mortgage and get house poor for some place that now that our kids are grown, they don't even come back to visit us in it anymore. I mean, these were very important things we had to do, right? Yeah. I mean, very important things. Died on some major hills. Right. I mean, you're watching the Disney Corporation right now has decided, let's, you know, Let's drink hemlock in public and see what happens. Just right in public. Okay. I mean, we, we deserve some of the credit for this, don't we? Sure. At least some. Um, by the way, with this new renewed focus on what's going on in our schools, you keep going to the Carlisle school board meetings, right? Yes. Yeah. You got more wingmen than you've ever had before? No. No? Still just you, Dr. Doom, walking in pretty much by yourself at every school board meeting, right? I've got one other one. solid, but it's the one. wing lady. Wing lady, yeah. So this kind of success just doesn't happen overnight. And it certainly doesn't happen alone. So by all means, American parent. As the great prophetess Madonna once sang, take a bow. You earned that. Gentlemen, your thoughts. Yeah, amazingly, they, they are coming out in defense of this very graphic to say, well, this is just proof that it was 20% all along, Steve, and they just have the comfort to come out now because of the brave new world that we have created. And that's why it's all the more important to make sure that we get to tell uh, little Billy and Susie in kindergarten class. Uh, why? And you know what? I took a shot at gals about maybe they shouldn't uh, be voting last week. Let me just say, like, at, at the dudes, 
Maybe uh, no one should be. Yeah, no matter no matter what you're talking about uh, about what you did on the weekend, um, it, I I have questions if I look at where my kids going to school and the dude is teaching kindergarten. I just got to be honest. Um, but that's just me. <laughs> uh, I listen, folks. They they are as shameless as ever uh, right now, but. I will say, you can tell that they know we, everything Steve said notwithstanding, that they know we are over the target. I used the grooming term months ago about the teacher who is the lead doing this in my semi-rural school district. It wasn't being used hardly at all. I I know I wasn't jumping on some sort of bandwagon uh there and that's the term that they expressly told me the teacher was mad about when she called the police on me and since then this word has gone viral it's very rarely in steve's career is marked by this this is this is the chicken sandwich thing with mitt romney like begging to do the easy thing and they just won't do it and maybe if it wasn't for Ron DeSantis, it wouldn't be as viral. But the use of this term has been perfect yep. political practice. Yes, it has. Perfect, because everybody knows what it means. It has put them in a corner. Yes. It's put them on an island. And what it what it what it has done is it's taken away any political um obfuscation or rationale that might have covered what this is really yep. about yes and and so they're the all fig leaves are ripped off their the, their nakedness now just is out cavorting and it's in your face it's waving in your face now you cannot avoid it it's just nothing but cravenness now nothing all all, all the the flowery intellectual terminology exactly. that we've allowed them to get away with in exactly. the past because we were afraid we might be homophobes and we yeah. might be transphobes just be kind, and we might Steve. be we might be fearphobes and, and and every phobe and we might be terrible people and we don't want to be called names by people yeah. who would never vote for us or buyer wares whatsoever anyway all of that has now all been ripped away and now it's just the mob outside lots house that's all that it is and that's all that you see now and that's by the way here's the thing the point i've been trying to make though aaron that's all it ever was yes that is all it ever was the entire time that we fell for those taglines and voted for politicians that did as well because you know we just still had to beat the democrats while installing their policies a little more slowly and maturely than they otherwise would have mr desantis has come along and ripped every single one of those band-aids and fig leaves away and now aaron it's all out in the open now. You know, sometimes it looks like pigs, and sometimes it sounds like, have you come to appo- uh, to torment us before the appointed time, O son of man? But at the end of the day, it's the same. It's the same source. It's the pit of hell. The lies before. The, the, the gay and lesbian community just want the same visitation rights and <laughs> uh, tax benefits of uh, couples with traditional marriages. That's the same lie as, we're not teaching your kids sex, but let me go uh, and drop several F-bombs and lament on MSNBC how much I hate this bill that would uh, disallow me from teaching your kids about sex. It's all from straight from the pit of hell. And yes, in the long game, and progressives play the long game, um, in the long game, that, that graphic, doubling every generation, essentially, if not more than that, they know that genie's going to be really hard to put back in the bottle. 
But along the lines of what Todd said, I think what we're seeing now is not just trolling. No, it's not trolling. It's not demonic trolling. This is what I just mentioned. Have you ta- have you come it's to seething. torment us yes. before the appointed time, O, o-, o- son of man? Yeah. They, they are a- any challenge, whether it's on a small level or on a national level like this, which is, this is a national story now, any challenge like that, they just start to seethe like a demon um, because this is demonic. You want to know why it seems demonic? This this reaction is it's because it is. That's that's the reason why. And for all those years, we were so afraid of being seen as a homophobe, as being seen as uh, just not not loving thy neighbor. And now this is what we have to show for it. I will say, though. Better late than never. Better late than never. I'd rather go down with somewhat of a fight than nothing at all. And I think that's what we're seeing right now. Jonathan Chait is correct. DeSantis is worse for them than Trump. He does the stuff Trump just tweets about. He actually does it. He actually does it. Hour two is next. You know, a majority of U.S. pork production comes from one company that the Chinese have an ownership stake in. Um, if if you're tired of funding our enemies and you are looking for ways to get around it, our friends over at Moink offer you just such a method with grass-fed and grass-finished beef and lamb, pastured pork and chicken, and sustainable wild-caught Alaskan salmon delivered straight to your door from farmers who farm like our grandparents did. So we're talking farm to table with moink meat that tastes the way that the family farm should because they do it better. The moink difference is the difference you can taste and you can know that you're helping to sustain family farms and independent uh, farms and agribusinesses at the exact same time. So if you want to keep America farming going by signing up, at you keep America farming going sign up at moinkbox.com slash steve right now and if you do so moinkbox m-o-i-n-k for moinkbox.com slash steve if you do so fray fray free filet mignon for a year that's one year of some of the best filet mignon you'll ever taste uh that you'll get as part of your package but for a limited time again m-o-i-n-k moinkbox.com slash steve is where you want to go moinkbox.com slash steve let's get to it time for our weekly game of buy seller hold aaron opens up a cornucopia of topics suggested by you in the audience todd you and i will decide are we going to buy that are we going to sell that maybe even have one particular uh reason why that is the case but if we choose to use a hold for any reason other than wow Wow, is that lame. You have to find out firsthand what comedian Tim Young means when he refers to Sean Hannity and Lindsey Graham as his least favorite lesbian couple in America. I will not. Indeed. Aaron. We will begin with Truth Over Vax, who has the top five things a GOP-controlled Congress won't do in 2023-24. Number five, strip Swalwell, Schiff, Nadler, Omar of their committees. 
Oh, bye. Bye. Yes. Yeah. Uh, number four, defund PBS, NPR, Amtrak, Planned Parenthood. I mean, that would uh, that would shut the government down. So, uh, in fact, they'll probably fund them more. So, bye. Bye. <laughs> number three, why why did you pause? Because I was trying to. There were numerous possibilities. I could see. I could see a ton of show votes. And I could see maybe one of them, but not comprehensively like that. So I wanted to make sure I was. I think that's the nature of it. It's not going to be a lot of them. Uh, well, here's the thing. The question wasn't top five things a GOP controlled Congress will vote or won't vote to do. My guess is they will vote to do almost everything on number four. And then it'll get vetoed and we can't, we can't have the government shut down. That's my, and so they end up funding those things anyway. Yes. So, so we weren't given the option of the show this vote. This is my thing. Yeah. It's just a flat out, they do or do not, right? So right. there you go. Okay. Number three, end omnibus spending. <laughs> Real <laughs> budget. The same reaction. <laughs> the same time. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not. Ditches. Hold, gets, hold, because I, because I, I, that question is so lame. I don't have to yeah. dignify it with an answer. Ditch really isn't in a ditch yet, is yeah, he? Yeah. Okay. Uh, two, pass a no vaccine mandate bill. I mean, also uh, funny. Yeah, that's also funny. Yeah, come yeah. on. Yeah. And number one, impeach Biden. None of it. I. There think... might be there. Mm, there might be. See that? I would say. I, I, I think that one is absolutely possible. Impeaching, and he said Congress, so impeaching and removing. Let's just say impeach. Let's, okay. let's just say impeaching. impeaching. All right, I'll buy. You know, I think not... the chances of that are probably twice as much that they. I don't know. Vote on defunding Amtrak. Oh, I think yeah, I think the odds that they would vote to impeach Biden are at least thirty percent right now, and I could see well. them going up. So I so I will sell on that. That I think that there is a realistic possibility of that because it, they also know it will go to die in Mitch McConnell's Senate, so they can check a box. Hey, you know. And have me on the entire Fox News lineup tonight. I, I'm a superstar who voted to impeach Biden, and then it didn't go anywhere because, you know, McConnell's going to rip that out root and branch. Okay, so I, I, that would be the ultimate show vote. Aaron's point about it's definitely more likely than anything else on that is the most salient point. And that's what's frustrating. We wouldn't even have to entertain the impeach Biden thing if, if it was flipped. If we would actually do these things, mm-hmm. we wouldn't even have Biden here in the first place. Yep. Move it on. Joseph Fish says for a grown man, being a picky eater is a violation of the dude code. In another era, this would be an obvious one, but given how much our food is processed and things of that nature, I need to know what's the what's the basis for your pickiness, okay? Um, organic, fully natural uh, mac and cheese versus uh, steamed broccoli. Oh, I'm going to go after the mac and cheese. I can't stand the broccoli. Let's just pretend everything everything is totally organic. Everything is just totally natural fresh ingredients and you're still a picky eater i'm gonna sell on that i I think that that's actually a valuable conversation to be having these days with what they have done to our foods and our diets i don't i'm gonna sell on that i think in a past era absolutely i mean that's an automatic but we don't that era you know when you didn't have to go out and um buy your own separate ten thousand ius of vitamin d a day doesn't exist any longer so i'm gonna sell on that Particularly after what we learned over the last few couple of years about preventative health and everything else, now I'm going to sell on that. Oh, uh, I, I know what you mean by picky. 
but I, I will narrowly sell. Ultimately, you know, food, uh, aside from health, is also a a pleasure uh, center of sorts. You know, it, you like what you like, you don't like what you don't like. Uh, so I will narrowly sell. But being men, men, see, this is the thing: men being generally uber picky about anything is really the problem. It's not discerning. Picky's different. My problem, my problem with this, yeah, discerning and picky is is different in my my problem with this is I I hear the the term picky eater and I immediately have like a two or three or four year old in my mind, a toddler, uh, and that just doesn't really fit in with the. The, the whole dude code, in my opinion. Sarah Mensner says, with anger over vaccine side effects continuing to grow, Pfizer and Moderna will come out and blame Trump for rushing the vaccines just in time for the 2024 election. I buy in some form. I used to think that this would happen. I don't anymore. I'm going to sell. Um, I, I think... Here's why I think this won't happen anymore. I think that level of, with the entities we're dealing with, that level of political calculation, they don't have to live in that world. They don't. They're not forced to. to, to they're not forced to confront that level of accountability. What's the worst that happens to them? It becomes common knowledge that they're that they're basically. It's Russian roulette taking that jab. It's total, you know, it's a hemlock, uh, you know, at, at the deer hunter table taking it. Okay. They, they still made $70 billion. Moderna had never even brought a product to market before, guys. They couldn't get out of testing phases with nine previous attempts. How many even knew with the, had even heard the name Pfizer in the last year, before the last year? You see what I'm getting at? They've already won. On that, uh, as far as they see the world, they have already won. And so they'll just gaslight you. Uh, Trump's just doing this to appeal. Trump's just uh, telling the truth about the jab now to appeal to his uh, single cell amoeba like troglodyte base. Uh, meanwhile, Israel, uh, here's a seventh, here's a seventh shot. I, I, I think that. I, I think to get, how do I say this? Just, I think the level of accountability that would require this level of triangulation, we are neither morally or um, practically. practically prepared for and have the stomach for. So I don't think it's coming in this life. I don't think that'll happen at all. I just think they'll just gaslight. That's what I think they'll do. Well, yeah, that's a different question, though. You're talking about we're not prepared for it because we love the magical power of vaccines. But if they they will have to do this in order to, and that it, it'll be a form of gaslighting to distract from the fact. The reason they get away with everything the, the way they can now is because they are immune from prosecution. If the if the Congress decides to fight them on that and say, you know what, I know what we passed the law we passed back in the 80s but uh there's a new sheriff in town and i think you guys need to get the feeling again of getting your blankety blank suit off 
if, if, the, if they're willing to change that game, they're going to need a defense. And the easiest defense would be just to demonize Donald if he's back. Well, if he's back leading the charge in office. It, how, many, how many elected Republicans right now are even willing to, not named no. Ron Johnson, are even willing to entertain publicly the idea that there is a questionable safety profile. Negative integers. Anywhere, Negative in, in any office in America, in any office in America, it's a really Agreed. low number. Agreed. I, I think to build the critical mass, it will take, we're going to have to move them. You're basically talking about coming up with a ro, an, an anti-Roe v. Wade level of critical mass pushback. Um, and it ha- would have to be done in like a year or two. Well, sadly, as we know, these shots... Hey, I are, want you to be right. They're ticking okay. time bombs, and there's a bunch of heart attacks that are hey, going I, I, to happen. I want you to be right. I sent Ted Cruz two weeks ago video of a World Health, yeah. Organization, World Health Organization whistleblower who works for the WHO is not one of us. And, 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 and how they buried the data on ivermectin and it worked. I got no reply. And that's a far, that's a far, I got no reply from Ted on that. Nothing. That's a far less dangerous thing to push back on than, than what we're talking about is. Even though maybe it's not, now that I think about it, because they're kind of tied together, aren't they? I mean, the reason that the one is bastardized is in order to prevent or to create the market for the mm, other. Yes. So there maybe, and maybe that's why, maybe that's why, because he realizes he can't possibly defend the efficacy of ivermectin without it, seeming to I, push back on the jabs, and he doesn't have the balls to do that. And frankly, he's not alone. Listen, I, I know why you're right, but as we just got done talking earlier on the show with what's happening with groomers and Disney, what we're seeing the truth coming out about Hunter Biden now. I, I, I have, I'm not filled with undue levels of hope. I promise you that. But the, 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 we're going to learn more and more dark stories about not only how these vaccines aren't working, they're damaging people uh, uh, as well. And oh, by the way, a lot of more people would have been saved with iver, ivermectin. I mean, the, we the story is going to unfold more and more. You, I have no promises or guarantees what people will do with that, but there will be more opportunities for people to decide as they did with the grooming here and no further. I hope you're right. This has inspired me for this for this buy a seller hold. I, I don't I don't know. Maybe this is not as as bold as I think it is, but buy seller hold. Unless we are living in the end of days, God will not be mocked, and he wouldn't be not mocked anyway, but God will not be mocked, and there will be some justice this side of eternity for fill-in-the-blank people who have inflicted this upon civilization. Yeah, well, Does yeah, that make it, sense? Y- yes, yeah. in that, in that the, the truth is its own reward, as Steve always says. Mm-hmm. I, whether people are behind bars, I don't know, but it'll be abundantly clear to history that we were right and we were right all along on this show about this and many other things. And Steve was well before Stephen, uh, before I and Aaron worked for him that, yeah, you guys all had your kindness and you all had your spin and you all had your business as usual, but we had it right all along. The truth will be known. 
Uh, yes, I'll I'll buy that. Yeah, I'm not. My hesitancy is I don't think it'll be sufficient for what was done. No, what oh, was done here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is the worst crime in the history of all humanity. But particularly when you take it as a full the lockdowns, the masking, everything. Okay, but that's why there's a hell. We'll move on. Russian bot-faced pony soldier says Tulsi Gabbard is a Soros plant from the World Economic Forum Young Global Leaders uh, Program, along with Dan Crenshaw. It's true they're both in the World Economic. Isn't Forum. Isn't Trump listed on the website as a yeah, contributor to the World Economic Forum? On there, huh? There's a bunch of people. On yeah, I think Trump's listed as a contributor to it. So, <clears throat> um, I'm glad you put this on here because I have gotten this email the, about a hundred times. Soros, Soros <clears throat> is not World Economic. Forum. But, I mean, they they work in tandem, of course. No, Soros is essentially the sugar daddy of the Ukrainian government, yeah. or one of them. But I, I, I'm going to sell because for this to be true, she has to be the the cleverest double agent, like Matahari level stuff here. Because all she does is go on her own social media feeds and crush their narratives on virtually every issue every single day, right? So then. I mean, that would re and, and I kind of think that if she was that clever of a double agent, she might have lasted longer in the Democratic presidential uh, race. You know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm going to sell. But I'll say this. I love the fact that people are going to the links of researching and finding things out about folks that are, you know, that are speaking out in public to that extent. But. I think Trump's on their website for the World Economic Forum, too, if I remember right. Also. Next, Wesley D's Twitter talk show and clown emporium says, Steve will eventually run out of Lindsey Graham quips and be forced to retire. <laughs> retire, like, altogether or just retire the quips? Because if that, buy, please. Sell. Sell. <laughs> You're never, are you running out of Lindsey Graham quips no, anytime no. soon? That, that, that's... If you sell on the first, you have to sell on the second. Um, yeah, uh, to me, you know, um, the state of South Carolina is the only entity that can force me to stop. The only one. Let's, By doing what it should have done about, about at least 25 years ago and ending this charade. Let's tease this next one real quick before the, the break. This is from James Dulos. There's a difference between buying woke out of necessity and buying woke for luxury. Oh, okay. That's a good one to have. You bet. We can get into that um, and more when we come back. Uh, I was premature last segment. We are now heading to hour two. So stay tuned for that right here on Blaze TV radio and podcast. Back here with Hour 2, live and on demand on Blaze TV, radio, and podcast. Steve Dace here with Aaron McIntyre, Totters, and all of you. You can email us, steve at stevedace.com, to let us know what you think about what we think. You can also like us on Facebook, MeWe, Parlor, and Gab. Follow me at Steve Dace Show on Twitter and Getter. Get clips of the show at rumble.com slash Show as well. Thanks to all of you that are podcast listeners. You're a huge part of our show's 
uh, continued growth and success. Thank you very much. Please, if you haven't yet done so, leave us a five-star review to show that you uh, dig us too. And hit the subscribe and follow button. Thanks to all of you that have done either one or both of those things for us here already. You are very much appreciated. Part two of Buy, Southern Hold brought to you by Patriot Mobile. Uh, according to Reuters, T-Mobile is firing anyone who is not fully jabbed on April the 2nd. That's Saturday. Uh, that was the company we left. We were with T-Mobile for 20 years. Finally, we bit the bullet, made the switch to Patriot Mobile, and I put it off because I just thought it would be a huge hassle, frankly. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm the ugly American, self-admitted. Finally, though, I just couldn't stomach it anymore. We made the switch to Patriot Mobile. They made it as seamless as absolutely possible. We even upgraded a couple of our phones in the process because they offer the same broad nationwide coverage using the same towers as the major carriers, but... Um, they don't hate you. Oh, and they have a customer service department that is 100% U.S. based. And did I mention they not? They don't hate you. In fact, they agree with you. Uh, when and when they donate to causes, it's the same causes that you are for as well. Uh, and hey, if you are a veteran or first responder, let them know when you go to make the switch. They've got special deals for you, just as a way of saying thank you uh, for your service. For everybody else, they've got specials going on all the time right now. Yeah, the special is get a free activation with the offer code Steve, my first name. Free activation with the offer code Steve when you go to patriotmobile.com slash Steve. Again, that's patriotmobile.com slash Steve, or you can call them at 972-PATRIOT. All right, let's get back to part two of Buy, Sell, or Hold. We'll go to James Dulouse. There is a difference between buying woke out of necessity and buying woke for luxury. Saying it doesn't believe... Not not saying he actually believes that, just wants to hear our thoughts. Well, there's absolutely a difference. I, I would like to know, if you don't believe there's a difference, how are you tuning into this show? What is the, I mean, I mean did you walk here barefoot, unclothed, and you're listening with your ear outside the door? I mean, I don't, I don't, how would you live as an American if you don't believe there's a difference. We we don't have Patriot Mobiles for every project, every product in the country. We we just don't. We don't. I don't I I mean there's not there's not a Patriot Mobile for every product it would take for you just to access this show by any format. So I I don't I don't you see what I'm trying to say? Yeah. I don't I don't know how you how you how this isn't true just because of the reality of the world in which we live. Now, the debate comes down to, first of all, I buy this, but the debate comes down to one person's necessity is another person's luxury in, in some cases, and some it's obvious, but that's where you can get into a debate. But is this true? Absolutely. And there's there's no way around this not being true, given the corporate realities of the technologically technologically advanced world in which we live. Yeah, well, like I said... I- by it, the, the the and that difference that distinction that, that's the psychological and, and emotional game that people play with themselves and they will all too often qualify as a need what is absolutely a luxury next we'll go to sungadi's interpreter who says by 2050 the united states will no longer formally in, uh, exist and the Continental U.S. will be comprised of several Balkan-style states. This isn't 
Daniel Woe and Lamentation quite yet. Uh, that's next half hour. Wow, that's dark. The United States will not exist in 2050. Also, but man. I like putting these ones in there time uh, from time to time. Uh, I'm, I'm a sell too because... Uh, I absolutely think it's possible by 2050 the United States won't exist, but it won't be for this. Okay, if if, yeah. if we had the ability to force some kind of amicable, peaceful, um, national divorce, if we had the ability to do that, um, we wouldn't have uh, allowed the successful, uh, complete indoctrination and reprogramming of our children with what we talked about last hour. Meaning the kinds of instincts, that's why a national divorce cannot happen. Because the kinds of instincts it would take to pull one off is the kinds of instincts that would create a scenario where we wouldn't even need one at the exact same time. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're surrounded, folks. There's no way out. Only through. That's why there will be revival or there will be bust. If we get to 2050 and the U.S. doesn't exist, it's because it's part of some North American conglomerate, global conglomerate, not because, you know, um, red states broke away. You guys, man. I'd like to sell for an, another reason as well, too. Well, here's here. You know what? And on the heels of the last question, this is just what annoys me. I'm tired of hearing. Um, don't do this, don't watch that, don't do this, from people who tour comedy clubs that after the weekend after they're there, the drag queen comedy is there at the same club. Or who are syndicated with companies like iHeart and Cumulus who promote all these exact same things and have all their hands and all the exact same things. That's what I loved about what Bongino did with the jab mandate with his company last year. He went guns up. That's why I was so supportive here. Hey, by the way, is Bongino the only big name in conservative media that's, that's syndicated at Cumulus? No, he's not. But he was the only one that took that stance, wasn't he? Yeah. You see what I'm getting at here? I'm tired of the double standard on this. It's a Twitter talking point. It's a virtue signal. We're not serious about this. 70% of Texas Republicans voted for a governor who literally has done nothing but did in a primary, but did mask them in the summertime. He did do that. So that's cool. So let's, let's not pee on one another and claim that it's raining here. Let, let's, let's, let's be adults. Let's just be really honest with each other. We don't have the balls to pull this off. We can't even, Todd can't even get another guy to join him at the Carlisle school board meeting. And we're not sure if standing okay. up for your wife is warranted or not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so uh, no, guys, no. There will be a revival or this will be part of some global conglomerate. That's what will happen by 2050. We don't have the balls to pull off some kind of breakaway republic. No, we, we don't, guys. We, we don't. Oh, and I will sell for another reason, a little, dirty little secret. It already doesn't exist. We we don't know what a citizen is, what our duties are accordingly. Uh, we think July 4th is a barbecue. We don't know where our rights come from. Uh, people are regularly say that the Constitution is a dead letter or pretend that it is. So all that being said, all we are is still living in the exact same place. 
as we lived when our forefathers uh, crafted this thing, but it isn't what they designed. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to crush you. I'm trying. I, I, I'm just. I'm not a believer. I used to grow up, and one of the things I we used to sit around. Dave used to sit around on Sunday mornings, man, because we were never going to church unless it was Christmas or Easter. And Dave used to sit around on Sunday mornings and make his blueberry pancakes, which were damn good, by the way. And and just pontificate on all the fanciful things we were going to do and all the great things he was going to accomplish. Did we ever do any of those things? Did he ever accomplish any of those things? No. And by the time I got old enough to realize what a load of BS this was, I used to think to myself, I, I liked you better beating me. I, I'd rather, that was honest. And every now and then, frankly, I had it coming. I had a big mouth. I needed it. The beatings were more honest. I liked the honesty of a beating. Now we're at least being real with one another. But this BS session at the Sunday breakfast table where you pretend to be Ward Cleaver uh, slash Hugh Hefner slash Donald Trump slash Tycoon and we all are like, that would be great, Dad. No, that's just a load of bunk and bull, man. I liked you better beating me. That was honest. I'm not big into putting hope where there isn't any. That's why we do so much theology on the show. That's where the only hope is, guys. There isn't a more a, a, a purified Republican Party is not achievable and it won't save us because it's not achievable. Because if it was achievable, we wouldn't need one. You see what I'm trying to say? We would have we wouldn't have let it get to this point. Some another political movement, not no chance, none. A third political party. If we had the ability to create that, we wouldn't be in this position. We don't. So put your hope where there's hope. We aren't going to save ourselves. We are beyond saving. We are culturally surrounded. The enemy is so emboldened that he even does stupid stuff in public that will cause him temporary defeats as we were just talking about last hour. But Ron DeSantis is just one stupid mistake away, one scandal away, one more term away from not being there anymore, right? Sure. Yeah. Anybody know who the Florida lieutenant governor is? You know who the Florida House speaker is? You know what I'm trying to say? I mean, we don't have the infrastructure to sustain this. We don't. Without revival, we're toast. Toast. We're finally having arguments now we should have had 10 or 20 years from now. And as Aaron said last hour, better late than never. But you're still late. Know what I'm, know what I'm saying here? So, spend a lot less time. Here's, here's my big idea. The hope is found in spending a lot less time in figuring out what new cultural or social or philosophical or political manifestation will win the day. It won't. It won't. Has no chance. So, put our hope where it goes. And it's not in a national divorce. And it's not in a third political party. That's why I'm a convention of states guy. All you've got time for right now, man, is a series of Hail Mary passes. That's it. And it's a Hail Mary pass. That's what it is. I saw South Carolina voted for it yesterday, so apparently they didn't get that right. But you got time for Hail Mary passes. 
And by the way, why is it called a Hail Mary? What's the story behind it? Roger Staubach is credited with throwing the first Hail Mary pass in football history. It was a playoff game to uh, Drew Pearson for the Min- against the Minnesota Vikings. Why is it called a Hail Mary pass? Because after the game, we just threw it up to Drew, not knowing the ball was going to happen. He goes, man, I just said a Hail Mary before I threw it up there. Just I know it was a prayer. That's where, that's, in other words, even that was an act of, in, of uh, some form of in, invoking some form of divine providential um, you know, uh, deployment instrumentation we aren't we 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 tried to do this with god on the side and without him for about a couple generations here and what we ended up with is 21 percent of our kids in the schools totally groomed into thinking they're some form of an acronym and that with half the letters we don't even know what they stand for that's what we got for it so let's go back to the very beginning what is the beginning in the beginning God. That's the beginning. That's that's the beginning. That's the only beginning we have. We have no time for ballot access for third-party dr- dreams that we can't even get our people to vote Greg Abbott out in a state like Texas anyway. We can't even get South Carolina to successfully primary Lindsey Graham and we're going to create a third party. We, our kids don't have time for us to be Dave Dace around the kitchen table pontificating about fantastical consequences and events that we cannot possibly achieve. So, Hail Mary passes and revival. That's what we got time for right now. What's a Hail Mary pass? Like civil disobedience. Sabotage. Where we muck up the instrumentation and manifestations of the spirit of the ages attempt to deploy. That's a form of political guerrilla warfare. We got time for that. That's all we got time for. We don't have time for some major political realignment or some new structure. There's no time for that. And that's just a talking point on Twitter. Even from people that I like, it's just a talking point. It doesn't, has no shot. Sometimes I think people say that because they fear that if we don't have a national divorce, there will be a civil war. And I, I totally understand that fear. I have it myself. But it's not possible. The same gumption it would take to accomplish an amicable national divorce is, is, is the same gumption it would take for a state like South Carolina to never allow Lindsey Graham into a damn Republican Party meeting, let alone sending him to the Senate for four decades. Or for Todd to maybe have one more dad in the Carlisle School District, particularly after your daughter's been in all the national media and all the state media, maybe one more dad comes forward to say, you know what, man, I got the ears and families back. No one did, though, did they? No. Nope. No. So, no. Put our hope in what's achievable and who's worthy of that hope. Here's where your hope is. In the beginning, God. We have to go back to the beginning. And there is no other hope to be found anywhere. Hell is empty. For all the demons are here. Before we move on, if the last two years have taught us anything... Is that you have to take control of your own health and everything else for that matter. You cannot rely on government or big pharma to tell you the truth. 
um, because they hate you and don't care about you and you're just a lab rat to them. You're to be coercively controlled. You're not a patient. That's why um, take advantage of preemptive opportunities to preventatively bolster your health, like with the Z-Stack formula from our friend, Dr. Vladimir Zelenko. Take the zinc, quercetin, vitamin C, and D that we've been talking about separately for the last couple of years. He's put it together now all in one compound so that no matter what new variants they unleash, um, uh, 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 just so happen to occur, you're prepared uh, as, as well for any serious flu variants as well. You can try it right now. Get your first dose of it, your first shipment at a discount. When you go to zstacklife.com slash Dace, you can order it there if you just want more. But if you want the discount for your first time, use the promo code Dace, zstacklife.com slash Dace. Again, that's zstacklife.com slash Dace. I'm, I'm really not trying to be a killjoy. I, I just, we have to, Maybe, am I laboring this too much? I don't know. I mean, okay. you, you, I'm, you're I'm, usually over the target when you get in this. Zone. I, I just I, I just see us having a lot of conversations that, in terms of what the solutions to this are, that are just not achievable. It, it, you know, this is Dave Day's promising, hey, I just, how about this, Dad? Could you show up at my next basketball game? Let's start there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Show, hey, hey, Pops, can you show up at my next hoops game? And then we can talk about your yeah. fanciful plans to be a millionaire by the time you're 50 uh, with a family business. How about we just start with, will, will Dave be in the stands at Stevens' next uh, high school basketball game? Let's start there. We can't take over the Carlisle school board meetings and you want to have a conversation about a national divorce. We got to stop doing this to one. We're lying to each other. Let's stop it. Well, this is, I've mentioned this, what I believe a lie before, and it's, it is because we have so little time. So I don't know if my, my reasons are all the same as yours, uh, Steve, about the need to belabor this, but this is what, when you say things like, don't say, and it happens all the time. And it is a, a talking point that in a moment on Twitter just points out the insanity of what goes on in public schools. But if you just say, take your kids out of public schools, you are thinking that there is time to do the same thing. You can have a national divorce and they can do their thing over there and you can do your thing over there. I don't know how you look at the world on any issue that we talk about on a day. If you watch our show regularly and think you can do that, what you do on an individual level for your own child is one thing. But that you do not have to deal with and and defeat and reform and call whatever you want to the public schools, to me is making the same is falling into the same trap as Steve is trying to let you know. They've taken over the institutions. That was the plan all along. At some point, you say no more. We're taking it all back. There will be a second American revolution. It will be this country again. But our comfort addicts us into, gets us addicted in thinking that we can just, it's not an official separation, we can just go over there and do our thing. They won't let you. Well said. Moving on, Warm Gatorade says because the same players are in control, Putin will end up like Gaddafi or Saddam. Sell. Sell. He's he's going to the mattresses. Germany already gave in to him today on gasoline. They can't sustain this. He's going to the mattresses. Sell. Yeah, sell. 
Next after that, uh, a by the way, that's not a rooting interest. No, of course. Okay, not. you want to have Putin's it's baby? Not a, I'm just. It's an obs. It's not a rooting interest, man. It's an observation. What are you going to okay? name that? Do, do you know what's worse than never confronting a bully? Do you know what's worse than never confronting one? What's worse? Giving in. Nah. What's worse is pretending to. There's a reason why. Oliver Cromwell, after the War of the Roses, took the king's name away and gave him his birth name and then executed him. Do not step to a king or a bully unless you're prepared to go all the way. Don't. What's even worse than not standing up to a bully is pretending to. And that's what we've been doing here for the last month. War by Twitter. Just as we wasted how many years and months in Iraq did the Bush administration for fear of what would upset the Arab street and the New York Times op-ed page if there were too many casualties in the Anbar province, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, or in Fallujah. That's what we've done here. We have done proxy war by Twitter, proxy war by hashtag, proxy war by what will get us the most low-lying fruit, simplistic approval. Meanwhile, the other guy over there is a thug who can just kill his own citizens whenever he wants. He doesn't care about any of that. There's one other country's opinion here that he cares about, and it's China's. That's it. All this other stuff was never going to work. All you were going to do is just punish the Russian people who themselves are getting punished every day by being under this guy's rule, and then punish your own people. That's what Germany learned today. Yesterday, they sent out an alert. Hey, man, we may be looking at gas rationing. And today, lo and behold, they're going to talk to Putin again about uh, buying some more oil. Okay. We weren't, we, we did this for, we, we, this is proxy war by virtue signal. It's why I compared this to that scene in the circle with Emma Watson a couple of years ago. Hey, and you know, show your you show how much you don't like the tragedy this Central American dictator is doing with your hashtag. That's what we did. We literally did that as a policy. That's what we literally did. And it wasn't just because we wanted woke points on Twitter, but because we also wanted to use this as a ruse to crush our own energy industry so that we could then use that as an excuse to usher in the green new deal which by the way yesterday mr Zelensky, what was he talking about yesterday by the way we need to go green we need to go green yeah so i don't know i i know none of us really have that much experience running a war or a country during wartime but let's cut Zelensky some crap i or some not Freudian slip. slip yeah some slack <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously you're thinking about green en- energy when you're trying to defend us, ostensibly defend your country from an invading force, right? That's the first thing you think about going green, Just cutting some slack. A equals shadow ban says by the end of the week, Twitter will ban the word groomer. Oh gosh. This is a good one. It is a good one. I'm at a sell. Here's why. Because... We we blindsided them with this. All right, so I, I just kneecapped us for the last 15, 20 minutes, right? All right, so, you know, I co- I'm coaching you hard. Now let me love you harder, okay? 
this is one of the first times I can think of we what we have done as a movement and an industry. We beat them to the punch. We 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 got the jump on them by by mobilizing and politicizing and weaponizing this term. They can't ban it now. We, we, we actually are ahead of the curve of them on this. Meaning that we, we, we practiced one of my 10 commandments of uh, political warfare. We defined our enemy uh, before they defined us. We didn't do this on the gender stuff. I was sitting on this show two years ago yelling about some of the shows on my own network that were putting the dude Blair White on. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We were we, two years ago. We were thinking to our, you know, CPAC was wondering, hey, what? Who's the conservative trans? Uh, and and what about uh, Bruce, Bruce Jenner? We were doing that a couple of years ago. We were we were figuring out a couple of years ago how we could come up with the conservative counterfeit alternative to whatever the the new um, the new Sodom was. And whatever. how soon they could speak at CPAC? Yeah, exactly. That's what we were doing a couple of years ago. And then, well, people like us were over here warning you guys know how far they're going to take this, right? If you give in at all, they went ahead and did. We we lost the high ground on that from a, from not morally. But militarily, we did. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Strategically, we lost the high ground. We have all the high ground here, Anakin. We have it all. We got the jump on them. And you can largely thank that governor in Florida and his political team around him, like Christina Pusha and those people, for the reason yeah. why. They are the pace car. All right? They are, And then we all smartly followed their lead. This is the first time I can think of on a, on a culture war issue where we not only successfully fought back, Trump gets a ton of credit for that. Trump showed that we can win and politically monetize successfully divisive culture war issues. That's when he was always at his best was was speaking to those issues. Right. And he defied all the GOP consultant industry and called BS on all of that by showing, first of all, he launched it with the most divisive issue of them all at the time, immigration. Stood in the presidential debates and said, I'm going to appoint justices that will overturn Roe. Didn't even use drop terms like strict constructionist. I mean, he he used all the culture war terms we use on shows like this, and it was always to his benefit. DeSantis has now taken that ground that Trump took and has gone next level with it. He's now attacking them. He's not like it, Trump was great at the counterattack. You're seeing DeSantis is offensively now attacking them. He's invading their territory now. I, we have not done that on a divisive culture war issue in, in my lifetime or in my career. And now they're surrounded and they, they don't know what to do. That's why they keep acting so dumb and they keep showing their ass in public every time the issue comes up. They ha- the ground, they're on shifting sand here. The ground is shrinking beneath their feet politically. They have nowhere to go. It's a lost cause. And they're too much of a cult to put down the shovel. So they're just going to keep digging. There's no ground to take. They, there, there's nothing they can do. We have outflanked them on this one front. So I will sell. Because of everything you just said, and you know I mean this, because I'm about to do something that makes me throw up in my mouth a little bit, I'm holding. Because Steve's exactly right about this term. Which is why it, which is why this doesn't even go far enough. It's it's not just the term that would be banned. Either 
Steve will be right and they just have to like walk away and do what they do and pretend it didn't happen. Or this will be the cause of the great purge that we will I agree with that too. We I can will see that we will wake up and and anybody who's used from the governor to me to ever we just will all thousands of people will just not have an account and they will use this as the opportunity they have to do it has to be one extreme or the other with this because of what steve said you're right about you he's right about that it will be one extreme or the other reason i don't think it'll be that extreme is because we got an election coming up here in a few months now that's why one last quickie before the break uh buy sell or hold a deep blue state like oregon or california in an effort to either attempt to troll or to respond to florida's bill where will enact a bill requiring Every grade schooler or every school child in in their state, homeschooled, private school or not, to undergo some sort of inclusion. Buy, buy, or or will at least propose it, mm-hmm. which which will only just feed into again further outflanking and surrounding. So that's a great question. Daniel Horowitz is next. You've got 360 locations in your body from the top of your neck down to your feet called joints. And they are things your creator put in your body because they're essential for flexibility uh, to continue uh, to be active, particularly as we get older. But as we get older, they can also become hubs for inflammation, which is what's causing likely that chronic pain or what you'll likely describe as that lingering achiness or soreness that you just can't get rid of in your neck, your knee, uh, your back, your hips, etc. That's why you're looking for an all-natural anti-inflammatory backed by going on a third decade of clinical research and going on a third year of my individual usage. It's called Omega XL, and right now you can buy one bottle, get a second one for free. This stuff really works when you go to OmegaXL.com slash Steve. I take it every day. And I take it everywhere. I take it with me everywhere I go. OmegaXL.com slash Steve or call them 800-844-4888. Again, buy one, get one free. 800-844-4888. Let's bring in the weekly prophet of woe and lamentation. We missed you last week, brother, but we understand you. You got a call from the CEO. We had to pull rank on us. We're feeling you. We, we, we get it. We totally get it, but it's good to have you back. I want to begin. Great to be back, Steve. I want to begin with a, a private conversation you and I had about three weeks ago, when you said to me, "I, I, I really think this whole Ukraine thing is what they're going to use as a cover for a Green New Deal, right?" And then you and I were then discussing what the bigger picture of that meant and whether we thought you were right. And I thought about you, and I thought about that when I saw Zelensky say yesterday. By the way, is it, is it true he's worth $1.4 billion? Is that true? Well, that's why he's in Florida all the time. <laughs> <laughs> the real estate there is unbelievable. <laughs> I, I saw Zelensky tell, I think it was the EU yesterday, that it was time for them to reinvest uh, further in green energy. And I thought of you right away. So take our audience back to that conversation you and I had about three weeks ago, right? As this was, was ascending as the new thing, right? And why you thought that at the time. And then what you think about that now that we've had three weeks to digest the latest developments. 
Sure, we live in a time where everything is foisted upon us suddenly in a murky way. And if you weren't among the small minority focused on these things, for example, the bioterrorism for the last 10, 15 years, open source that people like Bill Gates were talking about, but most of us didn't know about, you're very confused. So you don't know where it's coming from. But one thing we should have learned is this. Even if the thing, the new current thing is legitimate, well, then why aren't you doing the most logical thing to combat it? And this is kind of what we had with COVID. We're like, okay, let's say it's real legitimate. It's really going to kill people. It's Let's say there's no nefarious things and you guys didn't create it in a lab. It's natural. But hey, why are you doubling down on remdesivir and things that don't work? And why aren't you using the anti-inflammatories, anticoagulants, antivirals that some people really seem to be saving all their patients with? And they were vehemently against it. And they said, like, no, this is what we have to do. Oh, so there has to be something much bigger going on. I saw right away the same thing here. Um, none of us like Russia historically and Putin. So, all right, well, maybe he's legitimate. It appears like he suddenly attacked Ukraine. But then we're thinking, well, wait a minute. If you're going to cut off Russia and push energy independence, you're going to just ramp up your oil, coal, gas. I mean, we have more... Uh, cubic tons of, of coal than the rest of the world combined. Um, we could blow out China, but instead we ceded it all to China. Same thing with natural gas and oil and, and even nuclear power. Um, you know, Biden is refusing, his administration is not renewing uh, certain permits for existing nuclear power plants, much less creating new ones. Why? Why would you create green energy that doesn't work, that has been given all the subsidies and mandates uh, to succeed and it's backfired, kind of like the fourth and fifth shots, you know, mm-hmm. like South Korea, wherever you see it proliferating, the less you get, um, more is is less. Same thing with green energy. And then suddenly we see this guy admitted that, yes, this is all about green energy. So, look, Putin is the new virus and Zelensky is the Fauci and green energy is the Pfizer Moderna. Mm-hmm. That is where it's at. Um, They want, you know, it's not like, oh, we're going to, we're willing to suffer to to combat Putin. No, the suffering is not uh, a bug. It's a feature, just like it was with COVID. That is the point. That is what they're trying to do. Um, So, yeah, it all comes back to that. And it does come back to COVID, obviously, with the bio labs as well. So then, if we agree on what you just said. And, you know, I wrote in this book a year ago that the game plan we saw with COVID, we will see that game plan going forward. I didn't mean that everything that 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 everything would be COVID related as much as the the way that they marshaled all of their platforms for a singular narrative, the narrative, the way that it was crafted. Um, particularly given the way that we showed that we are susceptible to it when it comes from a public health perspective, especially that every issue now would be formulated and done the same way. As you just pointed out, the it's the same story as COVID. It's just the same narratives. They just have different names and such now. And when you look at how quickly, you know, I mean, all the people that had pronouns in their bio before COVID then went and put masks in their bio, right? And then put their jab certificate in their bio and then put their Ukraine um, flag in their bio, pretty much, right? And BLM. And BLM, same thing before that. That to me demonstrates, in fact, let's start there. That to me demonstrates agree or disagree. 
that a not insignificant portion of Western populations have been successfully groomed, to use that popular term du jour, have been successfully groomed by the spirit of the age into statist or popular culture complacency on virtually any topic that those entities combine together to coordinate. True or false? True. It's all coming together. And and now we have the, the blueprint. And anyone who calls themselves right of center, conservative or whatever, and falls into this trap, uh, it's on them. Because they are forewarned. And they swear every time they're never going to fall into it and that they've learned their lesson and they fall right into the next one. And you have to have a better excuse than Putin's a bad guy. My wife's a doctor. I mean, the kinds of excuses we saw for this for the last couple of years. You need a better excuse than why you fell for it this time, because it's pretty clear this is the playbook moving forward. Right. I mean, the, the previous yep. era, everybody was a racist. And we rush used to the late great Rush Limbaugh used to rail against this as you and I were growing up listening to him. Everybody, if you disagreed, is automatically a racist misogynist xenophobic homophobic bigot right okay but the new game plan now is i i think is actually even more dangerous because it begins from an affirmative and not a negative premise you're doing something good you're part of something bigger than you this is now that there's we went from demagoguery and that's what you know rush in his era was confronting to flat out idolatry now this is this is religious level fervor and and because it's coming from a place that can be spun as a positive instinct, the positive. level of, of of devotion that it will garner and the depth of that devotion will be much more than what the old political correctness or demagoguery did because that's a human instinct, that God-shaped hole in the heart. We want to believe we're we're better, we're, we're leaving a legacy, we're a part of something bigger than ourselves. I think I think the idolatry is much more of a threat than the demagoguery. And something like that could have only persisted and succeeded in this era where there's a vacuum of religiosity. Exactly. There's a vacuum of true virtue. Yeah. Gallup for the first time shows that uh, fewer than half in the country are even members of a church, uh, not to mention what most of those churches are probably like, uh, down from like 75 percent just 20, 22 years ago. Um, so it's just in one generation that has really changed. And obviously it's very much weighted towards the younger generation, which is probably going to be down to 20, 30 percent uh, for that generation. That's where they could come in and fill that vacuum because people don't have biblical values. They don't have a true north. They're starving to believe, star- starving to have some meaning in their life when they've been transformed to a bunch of digitized transhuman robots yep and frankly quite literally based on some of the technology they seem to be using on us so this is how they're able to come in and they're not stupid they're not going to come in with classic things that conservatives know on their algorithm okay i have to be pro-gun anti-abortion they're going to be curveballs so for example um, no one ever understood vaccines or you know cytokine storms and and spike protein gain of function. And then with this, they played on the nostalgia of so many, especially the older conservatives that spent their formative years rallying around Reagan and mm-hmm. Thatcher and Pope John Paul mm-hmm. saving Eastern Europe from the Soviet Union. This was like bringing back the glory days and they couldn't get off that one dimension and they really, really played off of that and they're going to keep doing that. So I think they attempted to transfer off of Ukraine as, as that's becoming increasingly a loser. European countries are losing their resolve. Germany signaling it's losing its resolve for sanctions today. Okay, so... Um, 
I thought I think they tried to transition into what they thought was going to be the rainbow flag George Floyd, and that's DeSantis's anti-groomer law. Except DeSantis and his team outflanked him offensively with the way they even weaponized the term groomer. And finally, us as a movement and industry, we're not dumb. We're not so stupid. We were smart enough to actually pick that talking point up and take all the moral high ground. And now they all they, the other side looks ridiculous. Polling of Florida Democrats even shows a majority of them don't want their kids in elementary school taught this stuff. So they clearly outkicked their coverage here. They, they thought that they, the times were dark enough that they could go there and not face a backlash. So they they there there this is an area now where there is going to be backlash and it's working itself out in real time. But I think they intended that to be the new thing. This is they were going to pivot off of that, off of Ukraine to this. Do you agree with that? And then if you do, then where do you think they go? Where's the spirit of the age then go from here? Because that dog ain't going to hunt, obviously. So, Steve, I don't think the spirit of the age is so much you know, confined to that because I think it's now global. Everything is a global agenda. And I think it's going to be more with technology continuing with vaccines, pathogens or other similar things. Um, and, and COVID never went away. And curiously doesn't seem to go away the more we use these vaccines which makes you wonder where is where are these new variants coming from um so i think that has never gone away even with ukraine that was always there but i will say steve one of the things that bothers me about florida is that in many respects i wish the governor didn't exist because he is to the republican party what infants and toddlers are to pfizer namely as you always say he's a control group he is a control group on that indeed we can have nice things. This we is a great can. point. So so Trump proved that we can counterattack on culture yes. issues and not instantly surrender. We have to give him credit for that. He did prove and he politically benefited from that. DeSantis, as I was just saying before you came on, I think he's gone next level. He's now proving we can invade their territory on this stuff and win. We don't have to wait to react to them. We can step to them. We can be the provoker here, and he's proving that it, that can work too. And now you're like, it just goes to show we could have done this stuff for the last 30 years, right? We could have done it for 30 years. We could have done it on every issue. We could have done this on COVID. You're the ones killing people, making it all about treatment, exposing who created it, exposing who's behind this, exposing the vaccine injury. We could have done it on the border. We could have done it on crime. Oh, my gosh, on crime. The last 10 years, every single conservative has joined on the on the other side of this. Um, every issue, the culture, you know, Steve, it's inevitable. Everyone believes men are women. It's just because they counted on when I was a kid, I used to be very scared of dogs. And as soon as they'd bark, I'd run away. And then I learned, wait a minute, you got to stand your ground. You know, you, you run, it thinks it's a game and it keeps chasing you. And that's what it is. He just called their bluff. So what we've learned is that on numerous issues, your average Democrat voter, I mean, your average person that is traditionally voted Democrat, but they're not just submerged in MSNBC 24-7, they are to the right of 90% of elected Republicans on most issues that actually matter. And that's a perfect example. You saw the Florida poll that had a majority of Florida Democrats supported the bill, whereas I will tell you, most Republicans will not touch that bill in other states. Mm -hmm. I mean, we can't get these things passed in most other states, we are getting abortion bills, but nothing more beyond that. In the state of Idaho, we just had the governor veto a bill barring vaccine mandates in the workplace for just 12 months. And he said he's for limited government. 
after he arrested people for going to parks and arrested uh, church choirs for singing outdoors um, in Moscow, Idaho, and now he's for limited government. So this is the problem. It tells you it doesn't have to be this way. That That's why I, I'm always ticked off, Steve. It's not because I think it has to be this way. I feel this sense of urgency that we have a window because the left is so radical. If we only had a group of elected normal people in some sort of new party and movement that reflected that without any labels and preconceived notions, it would garner a majority support and polls show that. Mm. But alas, they were smart and the masters of the universe diversified their portfolio and they put all the fecal matter into two different parties. So, you know, they have their plan B, their their insurance policy. When one loses, well, they have the same policies actualized through the other hand. Very well said. Good to see you again, my friend. Take care. See you later. God bless. You bet. Make sure before you go into the real estate market during these unprecedented times. Bing. Make sure <laughs> the closer one gets me every time. I don't know why. I try to pull it out at the most. I know, maybe because it blindsides me. <laughs> I don't know when it's coming. You're right. But hey, make sure you get a real estate agent that has a proven, vetted track record of success so you can trust them all the way to closing day. Where would you find one? Well, the name kind of says it all. Head over to realestateagentsitrust.com. Just about anywhere you want to move to or from, we can find you an agent who will come in, take charge of your situation. But remember, uh, that uh, you're really the one who's ultimately in charge here. Head over there, realestateagentsitrust.com right now. That's where you want to go, realestateagentsitrust.com. Any final thoughts? Yeah, well, I think that point about uh, Trump and then DeSantis taking it to the next level is the the best thing to take away from Steve's stubbornness on the Will Smith issue. Like the the instinct to to fight has has got to be the and 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 not wait until you get jacked up to 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 decide there are hills to die on always and everywhere and they don't have to be on fire for you to decide to fight for them that our country was founded on those principles endlessly otherwise we don't have a country and that's why we are. Perilously close yeah. to not having one any longer. Yeah. Yes. We'll see you again tomorrow, noon to 2 Eastern, right after Glenn Beck here on Blaze TV. Until then, John 317. This is Steve Dace. On the Blaze Radio Network.